Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Good morning, everyone. So good to be able to connect with you today. I hope you've had a good week. Uh, got out of your pyjamas, got outside, you know, it's been a little bit wet, it's a bit wet today here at church where we are. So we are continuing our relationship series today, as Paul has already said, and last week we looked at communication and uh, relating to others and the fact that relating to others effectively is really um, the foundation for all healthy relationships. So we talked about some practical examples um, of how we can be better communicators. So have you been trying them out? Have they been helpful? I hope they have. We're looking at the book, Emotionally Healthy Relationships. And like I said last week, this week we will build on what we started last week. And this week we're looking at mind reading and expectations. So wow, isn't that going to be fun? Who's excited about that? Mind reading. Can you read my mind? Actually, I don't think you can. How are your expectations? What expectations do you have in the relationships in your world, of those relationships? So let's look at mind reading first. Here we go. Proverbs 18 verse 13 says this, sprouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. Sprouting off before listening to the facts, you're reading someone's mind, but it may not be the facts, is both shameful and foolish. So every single person, every single one of us will make an assumption about what is going on in the mind of someone else at some point in a relationship. So maybe Paul's been preoccupied for a while and he... I send him some texts during the day and he doesn't respond to the texts. Now, after being married to him for 35 years, I know that 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 doesn't actually mean anything. It just means he's probably got into some sort of creative zone and nothing else exists when he's in a creative zone. He's really quiet when he comes home from work. This is, you know, some days I work at home and he's at work, so this does happen. He comes home and I think, oh my gosh... I make an assumption that he's angry with me. And how could he be angry with me? Come on. No, that I mean, he can be angry with me. <laughs> he has a right to be it sometimes. But that, that's a true story. And earlier on in our relationship, I used to waste many hours. But these days, we just actually say to each other, honey, are you angry about something? Uh, no, no, something else is going on in my head. You know, assumptions, they can be really dangerous for relationships. Maybe you've had tense words with a person you work with, but you haven't, and, and, and then you've talked it out, you've resolved it, you've gone home, you come back to work, and the next day they seem quiet again. Maybe you assume that they're still annoyed, and so you give them the cold shoulder. But they're actually unwell, they're just in pain. The problem with mind reading is that we get it wrong. God knows all things about all situations and he knows what's going on in the minds of other people. But we aren't God. We don't know. And when we make assumptions about another person or interpret a certain behavior without verifying the facts, 
We're actually trying to play God and our incorrect assumption can damage the relationship and none of us want that. An incorrect negative assumption can lead to pain. It can lead to confusion. So think about it today. Have you made an incorrect assumption about a family member, a work colleague or a church friend? Some of you will have heard me talk about this um, when we... Years ago, we helped start a church in Bondi and, and when we uh, left, when we had Em, our, our youngest, um, we left to come back to Canberra. And in the process of leaving, I, I was quite emotional and in the way that I communicated um, the reasons for us leaving wasn't great. And the pastor there, this, the, the female pastor of the husband and wife, Got re- she assumed a lot of things about what I was thinking that I wasn't and then she got upset and then I assumed things about her and the relationship was actually very damaged just because of assumption. If they're unchecked, if, if we don't check our assumptions with the person, they can build into anger and resentment and we can put up an invisible wall and that's what happened in that situation. So what can we do about it? Well, we've got to get off the damaging cycle and talk to the person. I didn't do that 29 years ago. I should have done it. Listen to Proverbs 18. It says, intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. In other words, they don't just make an assumption. Let's get intelligent and learn rather than assuming we know. Think of someone you might be mind reading who you've made assumptions about and at a pro- an appropriate time ask them this can i check out some assumptions that i might ha- that i have with you or can i check out my thinking about something with you here's some here's some uh, practical ideas made up not real you can say i think that you think that it's always my role to organize our calendar is that tr- is that true and then they can answer you I think that you think that if one of our kids is unwell and can't go to school or childcare, that it's always my job to not go to work and you always get to go to work. You don't stay home. Is that true? Is that correct? I think that you think that if I disagree with you, I don't care about you. Is that correct? I think that you think that I'm not a good provider unless I make this much money. Is this correct? Because we can have all sorts of assumptions in our relationships. And the stories we tell ourselves have such a huge impact on our emotions. When Paul and I were um, going out, we may have been engaged, I can't remember now, but um, I was working at OPSM in Bailey's Arcade in the city and uh, my battery died. And I called him and I said... Can you please come and get me with some jumper leads? I can't get home. And it was the middle of winter and I had to wear a uniform to this shop and it was thin summer uniform. Had no coat. Um, just It was a dress. It was absolutely freezing. And I asked him to come and get me. And quite a while later, he still wasn't there and I was standing outside in the freezing, freezing cold And, you know, the stories I was telling myself were probably not the nicest stories. He's forgotten about me. He doesn't care about me. He's off playing guitar and he's just lost track of time or he's gone. Yeah. But 
And so that was my story. That was my assumption. And the, the feelings that I had were not really lovely feelings at that point. And then Paul turned up with a meal. So he actually hadn't forgotten about me. He was making me a meal because he thought, oh, she's going to be hungry. I was actually more cold than hungry. But, you know, once he turned up and I realized what he was doing, once I was not freezing anymore, I thought the story totally changed. He cared about me. He was trying to bless me and help me. (laughs) Each interpretation of the stories we tell ourselves brings a different feeling. A good feeling, a bad feeling. And if we're telling ourselves incorrect negative stories, they will fill us with negative emotions towards that person and affect our relationship. So the way, the way to stop this is to make an intentional decision to stop trying to read someone's mind and to check our assumptions by talking to the person in person, not in our head. How many conversations do we have with someone else in our head when we should be having it in person? How about that? Proverbs 18 verse 2 says, Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Let's not be foolish. Let's gain understanding by going to the person and having a conversation. So here's the challenge. Think about the different relationships in your world. Pick one where you might be mind reading or making assumptions. Identify the assumption. Ask the person, can I check out this assumption? And ask them if that assumption is correct because it will help your relationship and it will also help in your own emotional health. Okay, so that was assumptions and mind reading. The next one, the the, the next thing we're talking about today is clarifying expectations. Here's a quote for you. Two things can destroy any relationship, unrealistic expectations and poor communication. And we're talking about both today. Expectations. Every relationship has them. And every relationship must learn to manage expectations. Expectations come from from many different places. They come from our family of origin. They come from, from our culture, what's, what we see. They come from the shows we watch on TV. They come from the fairy tales that we might read while we're growing up. Prince Charming is going to come and just sweep you off your feet. They might come from the books we read or from what we see other people do or what we see other people have. Some of our expectations are actually unconscious. We probably have expectations of other people that we don't even know we have. And we may only find out that we have them (laughs) when we become angry or disappointed when those expectations aren't met. A friend may do something or not do something and you may think, oh my gosh, why am I feeling this way? Well, there was an expectation that you may not have even known you had that was unmet. Some of our expectations are unrealistic. An example of an unrealistic expectation, which Paul and I have both had, we ha- I had this with a person that was in our office and Paul's had it at Emmaus as well, um, and that's this, you are only allowed to say nice things to me. That is an unrealistic expectation. Or as a pastor, you will always be available when I need you. Or you will never make a mistake. Or you will always care for me in the way I need to be cared for. 
They're all unrealistic expectations that we can try and put on other people. Some, some of our expectations are unspoken. We know we have them. They might be realistic. But the person we have the expectation of doesn't even know that that's an expectation. And it's crazy to get annoyed at someone when they don't meet an expectation that you've never voiced, that they've never known about. I mean, so many people when they get married have all these expectations that the other person is not aware of and there's these they're bombs, emotional bombs and heartache going off all over the place because they are expectations that have not been spoken. Some expectations have been spoken but have not been agreed to by the other person. So when Paul and I um, first got married and on Christmas Day, his mum expected that we would spend the entire day, oh, sorry, please, the entire day at, at, um, his, at his parents' house. That was an expectation that we didn't agree to. Another expectation that someone, when Paul was principal at Emmaus, one of the staff had an expectation of what a principal's wife should be and do. And that expectation I didn't meet because I didn't agree with it. Now, the question is, what expectations do we have a right to have? And what expectations um, do we not have a right to have? So let's ask ourselves some questions about expectations. The first question to ask is, is this expectation realistic? The second one is, have I clearly communicated my expectation or am I just expecting the other person to know? Um, am I expecting them to read my mind? We know that that is not going to work. Has the other person, the third question is, has the other person agreed to that expectation? If there hasn't, if they haven't, there's going to be continual pain and disappointment. You know, we've had all of our three children um, come back to live with us uh, at some point since they left home. And, and I was quite uh, clear with three expectations when they, they were all the same all three of them when they came back and it I think it was realistic it was clearly communicated and I said to them you guys have to agree to this before you come back the first one is don't park in the driveway I don't want to have if I'm going out I don't want all these cars lined up that I have to you know move before I get to go out Paul and I get to park in the driveway the second one is don't leave my kitchen messy overnight if you make a mess, it's got to be cleaned up before you go to bed. The third one is you don't get to use the washing machine on a Saturday. It's mine. Three expectations. You may think they're crazy, but they were my three. And I clarified them. I thought they were realistic and they agreed to them. So if they weren't met, we could have a good conversation. Many issues are resolved simply by clarifying expectations. Maybe you need to clarify some expectations in your relationship. I don't know. One final thought about expectations is that some are never going to be able to be met by others. They're only going to be able to be met by God himself. Psalm 62 verse 5 says, My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from him. Sometimes in life, we can find ourselves feeling let down because we expected something from God 
and it hasn't come through. This will really mess us up if we don't deal with it in the right way. This happened to Martha in the Bible. Martha's brother Lazarus died and Jesus arrived late and Martha's expectation hadn't been met and, and she was disappointed with Jesus. John eleven twenty one says this, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Maybe a loved one hasn't died, but maybe it's something else, a financial loss that you've had to go through, a sickness, a job retrenchment that's happening all over the place at the moment, uh, abuse of some, uh, some type, a marriage breakdown, a child that you're still waiting on, a wayward child. Martha was really saying this to Jesus. She was saying, Lord, if, if you'd done what I wanted you to do, I wouldn't be feeling like this. I wouldn't be disappointed. And maybe you've been there today. And I love the next verse because it shows us how we are to deal with unmet expectations with God. John eleven twenty two says, But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. She, she, she told Jesus how she felt, but she didn't just leave it there. She said, even in all the loss and the pain and the unmet expectation and all the mess, even now I know that God is still God and he can still work this out. I know that God will give you what you ask him. Maybe not in the way I was hoping, but, you know, I'm willing to put my trust in you. Are you willing to do that today? Even now, with unmet expectations, in all the mess, are you willing Isaiah 40 says this, O Jacob, how can you say the Lord does not see your troubles? O Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? Have you never heard, have you never understood that the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth? He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths become weak and tired, but young men and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. Are you willing to trust in him today, in his love for you, in his plan for you? Are you willing to surrender your unmet expectations at his feet? Maybe for you it's not about God, it's about the people around you who you feel are not, are not meeting your expectations Maybe it's your marriage, a, a teenager, your un, unemployment, your parents. I believe God wants to resurrect hope again this morning. Maybe he needs you to replace your expectations because you're putting them on other people and you need to leave them with him. Cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. He knows exactly what you're going through. And he's strong enough to hold up you and whatever, whatever expectations you might have. He wants to talk with you about that. Bring them to him this morning. Father, I ask right now for every single person who is watching on the other side of this screen. Lord, expectations can mess us up. And I pray, God, that you would help us to manage them. You'd help us to clarify them. You'd help us to put them <clears throat> in the right place, on the right people. Father, if we're making assumptions in our relationship, God, I ask that you would help us to have clarity, to talk to each other. Lord, that, that we would be people who have emotionally healthy relationships. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you're bringing healing and hope 
to people's lives today. Thank you, God. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.